brothers. Hey, hey we're man. here, man. Hey, we're here for another podcast. Oh How yeah, today, absolutely, brother? dude. Good, good, man. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yes, As sir. We always meet here and always have a good talk. Oh so. yeah, dude. I always look forward to this uh, these conversations. Same yeah, here. I do too. Yeah, especially, uh, you know, I like how we have like a little mini uh, pre-session on like Friday nights and like talking movies and just like hanging out, you know, relaxing a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So just hang out. No, I mean, I think first off, you ought to introduce this uh, new tattoo you got, man. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, dude. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, Legend of Zelda Master Sword tattoo on I me, dude. That, yeah, dude. it's start- wonderful. Parted uh, or starting the sleeve on my arm here, so it's still healing. It's a little tender right now, but uh, yes, sir. Really characteristic. Yep. I mean, because I know you grew up playing like literally the Zelda Majora's Mask. You told me, and I've, I love that game too. Yeah, I recently, really, I, it started. I actually started with Ocarina of Time um, for the N sixty four, and I pretty much fell in love with that game and that like you know the character Link and. Uh, just that world and everything. So I really I beat that game probably like twenty times when I was just like a kid, yeah, like just like That's just awesome. over and over. I would just replay it over and over and over again. And over time, I would always revisit that game. But yeah, I played Majora's Mask, which is a lot darker and challenging than Ocarina of Time, in, in my opinion. Um, and I would revisit old classic uh, Zelda games. And I played um I played all the way up until pretty much like. Pretty much until the new ones, like I, I definitely played Breath of the Wild, and I and I started the new, the newest one, uh, Tears of the Fallen Kingdom. But you know the games now are just so overwhelming. Like they're just like they're built to you know you have to spend like fifty hours of it to really take it all in. I feel like you know it's overwhelming, and I just don't really have the time to do that I so much. Is. I think there's a limit of sensory overload that I yeah. have, and I, we talked about this when we were hanging out the other day. But I, I really believe that. Um, video games too often push my limit. That's why I'm a Mario guy because I think I realize like that I'll, I don't venture out much because it's like just keeps it really simple, but it doesn't like get over. It's, it's it never feels like I have to do way too much. I can literally knock it out in a day if I just have a day free. Kind of. Yeah. I think I'm more like that kind of. Like I guess like a very particular '90s kind of video game. Yeah, I hear you. I think like, uh, it's never I, sensory overload somehow. Like a lot of newer stuff can be. Yeah, like, I miss a lot of just respect. like your classic. You know, like it's there's plots A B C D. You know, you yeah. just you can like jump in play. You know what you're gonna go for, and you know, and then like you get to that ending if you want to, and yeah. it's a solid, you know. Like I love open world games, RPGs, and I I, I really like get super um, fascinated by like the newer games and like how much you can do in these things. But it's like it is kind of a little too much and overwhelming and sensory overload. I mean, like I, I just because I started playing the new one and I was doing I was playing consistently for a few weeks, but I had to take some time off, and I came back like two months later to pick it up. And I had no idea where I was. I had no idea what I was doing. It was just like, Jesus Christ. Like this is like it's like one of those things you have to like spend like two or three hours just to get like adjusted to do. the world. Lot, you know? yeah. It's not you can't just like pick up and play, I guess. I mean you can, but you know, for the full experience. So I do miss like a lot of those classic like N sixty four games and GameCube games and whatever, just games from the nineties and two thousands. I think a lot of that actually does have like a core like subconscious influence, which I think just evolved into being the love for film. And I think like a lot of it did like kind of start from a very young age with like a lot of video game fascination in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's interesting because I think it's like new stuff is overwhelming so much, but films actually kind of gave me a calm to me that I couldn't find in video games, like you can say. I think that's where a lot of the plan kind of started for me. And I've been obsessed with that calm ever since. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like yeah, we were talking about like how video games and films 
kind of coincide with each other and like your particular interests and things you grew up on and, and the same thing for me. I think we've been finding a lot of like similarities, but also very, very contrasting. Subtle differences. Like, yeah, subtle differences that like there's a really wide spectrum of where we're at with like yeah. our movie. But we connect in the interest. end. But that's oh, like, what's totally. Really cool though. Yeah, there's the differences and like just some like subtle taste in, in our movies. Yeah. Like I think we were talking earlier about we watched Scrooge uh, yeah. that night, which I was not a fan of personally, but yeah. you also your favorite movie. So I'd love, yeah, you. You probably ought to leave the wheel on top. Well, about well, that. no, yeah, you're right. So, um, so yeah, Blake came over on Friday, and we're just talking shop, and um, and then uh, we're just you know hanging out, and I was like, oh, you want to watch like a, you know something on the TV or whatever? And I was like, have you seen Scrooge? I've always been curious and, about. It. I love Bill Murray. Yeah, I love him. And um, that's actually a movie I only really discovered like a couple of years ago, but like I just instantly fell in love with. So I thought you would particularly like it just because Bill Murray. Um, it's a little dark in nature. It's it's funny, you know, and things like that. Uh, I was like, so yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, watch it, and we watched it, and um, I was like, what you think? I think I found a little draining. I think yeah. that's a word for it. It's like it wasn't bad by any means. It wasn't like a bad film. It's yeah. more like I just really couldn't. I had a hard time connecting with this character in a sense. But that's so interesting. I because, like what you uh, kind of said about it. It's like kind of the asshole character, but he comes around full circle. Yeah. And I understand that. I think that's where you have a better strength at than I think that sometimes if it's like a certain kind. Of, if he's just, for, yeah, that's where I'm a little naive. It's like sometimes too much of that's like, damn, it's a little overwhelming, mm -hmm. you know, in a sense. It's like so a little, you like more kind of like rotten characters that stay rotten. Yeah, sense, like sometimes. I'm more of the king of comedy or taxi driver yeah. type. Like I think like, like I like the kind of more, like, I guess, like, especially if it's like an urban uh, depiction of that kind of character. I mm -hmm. think I prefer a meaner uh, perspective than that. Yeah. I think the film's, it's like the tone felt too light for such an asshole. And I think yeah. I like them. I like a more mean perspective about that. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think that was the difference. And I think that's where I'm, we also kind of came to a line of I'm too serious about it, but I, I over, I own up to that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> you well, know, by contrast, it's like, well, you don't see me lightening up enjoying a, just a feel good movie ultimately. I like right, that. Right. So it's ultimately trying to make you feel good about it. You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to be I, mean at all about it either. Mm -hmm. What I like about Scrooge is like, it is, it is lighthearted. It's goofy as hell. It's really zany. And it's, um, so in that Taylor, it's, it's very nice to kind of just like, relax with it in a sense it's a, it's kind of cozy you know it's like it's kind of over the top it's ridiculous but he is such an asshole but he's funny too and like there's uh when i say it's dark you know it's got those moments where you know you got the undead like pretty much haunting him and you got like the like death and things like that and he's and he's like it's a very very like humorous take on that as well so for me it's just a great balance of that but we were talking about how um Growing up, I kind of just naturally gravitated towards movies like that, where yeah. it was it does kind of have like some serious tones to it, but more of a comedy, more of a cozy side. You grew up with a lot more of an '80s like outlook. Yeah, than I did. So the '80s caught up to me in my 20s. Like that's, uh, yeah. that's a big difference, right? There. And I and I think because we were discussing how you kind of took like you started watching really serious movies like pretty young around that and I, age, yeah i was like that's when i got hyper about it yeah, yeah. and i really wasn't like that i was always kind of shown movies or like i would see like those feel good action movies those feel good comedy movies and stuff like that like i never really watched like two serious movies until yeah. i was like Maybe in high school and then definitely in college, but like it's cool because that's like a very down. That's what I, to me an extremely down to earth perspective on film in, in the mm -hmm. first place, which I love. That I resonate deeply with that, and mm -hmm. that's like you know it's it's not and that's not exactly how I am. But about yeah, film, and that's why well, it's and I great. think that's I think that's such that brings such a balance because um you know you can show me things that I haven't seen before or that I've just now kind of saw in recent years, and I'm still like I take it in much differently now because it's more of like a study project for me. It's like I learned something really like to help my writing, my directing, my cinematography, yeah. um, and as a just a movie fan in general, you know, things like that. And then I I'll, I just try to show you fun movies that I feel like kind of 
represent a little part of me somewhere, yeah. you know? And, like, I mean, same thing with the tattoo. It's, like, Zelda was, like, my all-time favorite game growing up. Still, like, would be, I would say, my all-time favorite franchise, you know? Mm. And it's, like, for me, it's just, a, it resonates with me and a part yeah. of me. And I, I have so many different, like, inspirations and memories that come from that. So it's, like, yeah, I'm going to represent myself, you Dude, know, yeah, this, you I know? Mean, so all, through all my, I you mean, know, something, if, it, if it hits you that way, then, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, same thing, you know, I got the film strip here, so it's like that's because I was like, well, I'm going to make movies, so I'm yeah, going to tell myself I'm going to make man. movies. Yeah. Always lives in it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think it's just a it's a cool dynamic to see um, where we're at on that spectrum. And I thought, I mean, I you know, when you said, ah, I didn't really like that, it's like, it wasn't like an art. We, we, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Why? You know, and yeah. we just, like, that's why I like. So kind of leaning off the heels of um, bef- before we watched Scrooge, we were talking about, uh, earlier that night, I just watched Dead Man. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Oh, so that's what, that's on the last podcast, I believe we talked about it. Um, Johnny Depp, you let me borrow that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the director's name? Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. So he uh, he made Nine on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched Dead Man, and that was a very interesting movie. It is. It it's very, original. It's definitely. Original. It is totally original. And I will say, I am more. I think the more I think about it, the more I like it. And it, and I definitely liked it when I watched it, but it was definitely it feels like um I mean the best way I can describe it is just like an acid trip kind of kind of wa- like you're just like watching it unravel because you don't really know where it's gonna go. You're just like st- you're kind of observing the whole thing. It's kind of like a modern but those acid fade western. in and fade outs like constantly was just made it feel like almost like a dream. Well, we realize it's almost like, it's almost like I think there's a level of dry that lives in that film that's very intense. Yes, and I don't think it may not resonate with you as much. As, and that's uh, another thing we're talking about, like the the high and low energy of things. And I yeah. think. That that I movie is a very very low dry very energy. Low energy, and sometimes I can drift away from that pretty fast because yeah. I'm I like a lot of high or exciting energy or something that's just going to keep it just like holy shit what's happening next you know and for me uh, watching Dead Man it necessarily wasn't like losing my attention because. Obviously, I just wanted to see what Johnny Depp was going to be going through, and right. I really love the opening. I I thought the opening was fantastic. Um, and uh, but it was it does I think with the 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 way it was edited, the way it was shot, which made it feel like it was a really super low budget indie gritty film, you know, uh, which I liked. And then like the pacing um, and the the soundtrack, you know, the soundtrack was killer, dude, with Neil Young doing that. Uh, I really just like it. Just felt like an improvised film in yeah. a sense, you know. Um, but yeah, a little bit dry. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that, but. It was uh, it was just an interesting experience. It really was. I don't think I've seen a movie quite like that before. Definitely an original one. Yeah, and, I, and I, that's one of those films where it just, I think that definitely makes sense too because I definitely kind of watched that. And I think, to me, it's like a very like I, I think it resonates with I guess like maybe while I watch a lot of movies, maybe a very poetic kind of outlook was in that movie, but it definitely isn't like a very thrilling depiction of that and all the same. I think a lot of the thrills come in the aesthetics. It's a very aesthetic driven film. And the yeah. fact that like uh, Neil Young does the soundtrack on that, who's one of my heroes. So I think him doing that was a huge part of my drugs. I think I think I resonate maybe maybe because I grew up obsessed with playing like a lot of guitar. I think that might have made me realize, okay, a lot of dryness about that in the mm-hmm. first place. So it makes me just a dry person. For me the soundtrack actually made it a lot it elevated the film for me a lot yeah. um i really and i i love the fact when i read about the movie that he pretty much improvised a lot of that score you know yeah. just by watching the movie and just playing you know to it and i thought that was really interesting that's kind of how a guy like him plays best as well i don't realize it's like whatever yeah. just, just let him do his thing yeah, yeah. no yeah. no no instruction necessarily mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean as far as uh, dead man goes i would i would rewatch it again and I do it definitely it definitely 
gave me something because, like I said, I, I keep coming back to thinking about it, and I yeah. keep wanting to kind of pick at it and like just kind of take what I learned. I don't know. There's something I learned from it for way. sure. It's a yeah. weird movie. Yeah, and, I was, and there was some vibes off that I was like, okay, I, I feel like I would like to try something like that. Seriously. You know? Down There's, the road. I mean, I, and I feel like, yeah, I mean, what you mean? I feel like, because I think that's what I kind of agree with. And I think I want to see something like that, but with just a lot more of like involvement in the characters and the whole yeah. way through. Just, I think raw, raw momentum, because honestly, you know, it's like, I, I think that's just the only thing I can see for, I think, making movies that come really. It's just like, like momentum a is a big key for, for me. And, and when I when it comes to me making movies and then like one to see characters um, but you know I do there's something about like the subtleness of like low energy and like how you can play off that and like I think that's a fascinating concept to learn from you know yeah. like how do you keep this engaging yet there's nothing really too much too crazy stuff going on on screen you yeah. know so um yeah, but I mean, yeah. Either way, Dead, Dead Man was a really cool watch. Uh, very, you know, it was like that kind of Western vibe. I'm not a huge Western guy either, but I thought it was. I don't know. It was good. I, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I'm glad you let me borrow it. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad, glad you. We... No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that one right away. I took it took me a few viewings. I think as I got older, I think I realized more and more how much I I actually really love uh, experimental takes on the Western genre. Like, yeah. I don't think I love the John Wayne types at all, but I really mm-hmm. I've been bored with about everyone I've seen mm-hmm. so far. But I've loved. All the experimental ones, which is like the bad, the ugly onwards, and like McCabe and Ms. Miller, like it's just original offbeat kind of takes on Western. Mm-hmm. There'll be blood, even No Country for Old Men, all those yeah. kind of fit that too. They're just like extremely, um, just strange uh, depictions of what that genre was doing. And I think mm-hmm. bringing that to the neo, like yeah, like in, in the modern sense, is absolutely like just kind of frightening, overwhelmingly violent, just overwhelmingly just anti-hero. I think mm-hmm. those are the best kind of stories where every, like everyone's a bit of a villain in the end, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like, a little, another, uh, little bit of a random movie I watched. I, I watched it yesterday, though. I revisited Gran Torino. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that? Well, I loved it because nice. um, I saw it I, I saw it when it came out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been 2008, too. you yeah, know. So, so that's a long time. That's and a good one. I've been curious about rewatching it for a long time. And uh, yesterday, I just kind of randomly was like, ah, let me watch it. Hey, guys, and, he's such a cranky old asshole. Dude, that, yeah, he? <laughs> he really is. And I, I'll say, I mean, I, I've never, I haven't seen a ton of Clint Eastwood movies at all, but like, I feel like that's a great performance, a great movie. I think it's a really, really well done it's movie. Really, it's and really in a sense, I felt like it kind of yeah. had like a very modern Western kind of style to it. Definitely you know? does. That's like, he kind of brings that. I think by, like he's a very Western kind of guy. Yeah. Around, so I think he has that kind of outlook, sort of living in this movie, where he's like a very tired, just very, I don't know, like easily irritable. Kind yeah. Of outlook, oh yeah. Him too. Yeah, he seems like a punk. He's a total punk. Yeah, he was <laughs> one of the old, first punks. An old the, punk. Dude. He was one of the first punks ever to come around, man. Yeah. No, he came around and was just like. Uh, he completely just walked it his way. Uh, he didn't give a damn who he pissed off. 100%. Yeah, and he has like, and it, it's like I, I'm always fascinated because yeah, he's a very easily irritable guy. Like literally, as always has been, and particularly towards like any act of racism. Like I mean, that guy was just go mad crazy, and he would like always say quotes of like, "I hate anybody who who says that." Like more than anything, and it's just yeah, he's intense. Dude. Yeah, well, it's like I I can feel that watching the movie through his character. It's just like yeah. I mean, like you know, he plays like an old racist guy essentially in the beginning, but then he turns into like a, a hero essentially. And, and he kind of gets, it, it's a, it's a, it's a cool transformation of his character, but like he just, you're right. He's just a fucking old He's just a asshole, fucking old asshole. Like, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. But I love it. I was like, oh yeah. Shameless. Dude, he's like, one of those shameless walking assholes there is. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Yeah, so. <laughs> but he like kind of does it cool, man. He, mm-hmm. he simply is. He's got that finger gun. He's yeah. like, <laughs> shoot your fucking face. <laughs> dude, he's ridiculous. I uh, know. Yeah. I love it, dude. Oh, it's yeah. great, man. Yeah, a, yeah. I thought that was, uh, I was great, like, oh, I that's him. a good rewatch. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. You, you're a fan of the good. Are you a fan of the good, the bad, the ugly? So you let me borrow that a long time ago. Um, 
I think the first year we hung out, and I thought that was all right. It was a long, epic movie. That's a big one, yeah. Long, epic. I, I, there was definitely, like, I remember, like, walking away with, from it and saying, like, okay, I'm glad I watched that. Like, yeah. I, liked, I liked a lot of parts from that, especially, like, the ending. Um, but it's a movie I need to re- revisit to kind of see how I feel right now. Mix. I, agree. I had that same thing growing up. I think it was kind of a brain twist to me the first time I saw mm-hmm. it. It's just like, wow, that was weird. But I think I rewatched it more, and I think, honestly, just taking it in as an extremely atmospheric film. Like, did you, did you, did you see the movie Drive? Oh yeah, drive. Yeah. Remind me of drive if you're. You drive know, like, is great. Like night, like kind of reminded me of like a very like '60s depiction of like something like. That. I can see that. Yeah, drive is like. I guess I like that Drive's, movie. Drive's a tighter, more urban perspective yeah. on that. But it's what, stylized. Was, super... And I think the Bagley might be like a very open Western type. It's like, it's yeah. Like, I realized in time. Okay, I think I actually relate to that just as much as drive. Though, yeah. But well, I think maybe very about it. Yeah, drive is cool. I studied that in in college actually, and I think it was just like it was one of those first movies. Like we were, I remember in college we were like studying different elements of film which was one was like lighting and one was like uh fucking the storytelling and just you know different things cinematography things like that and i think drive was i think actually part of the one of the lighting nice. courses or one of the lighting uh subjects That's but definitely one of the best either way it was like super lighting. stylized yeah I, was, I just remember really resonating with that and i rewatched it, is, it probably yeah. a couple years ago and Dude. i was like damn it still holds up it's it holds really, up really man great. it's a, it's like a perfect balance of like style and substance because like all the way yeah. through it's very stylized but there's always like an organic story kind of unfolding yeah. in a way that is very rich and it just feels like it's just the modern directing i feel like films like that no from in broke the rules as far as just like the extremity of show don't tell and making this a complete film experience as opposed to anything else like a novel yeah. for example like, I think Drive is a big, big one who's the director of Drive Nicholas Winde Griffin who I'll say he's kind of know. a one hit wonder with that okay. in the most part he's made a lot of films I used to love more as a kid but I'll tell you growing up now I think he actually pushes the limit of being too cold of a director so oh, really? now I kind of look at that stuff and I actually watch it it's like okay well there's something I can relate to that I don't want to be as much because I, okay. I think it's a little like he's a little, he can be actually typically too all stylized with lighting and colors mm-hmm. but it's like okay I didn't really get much of a story or anything int- like interesting it's like it's just literally he's just wanting to push a mood across so intensely that yeah. okay I, actually, I don't get anything good out of it Drive is like somehow the one where he came around and just did it completely different kind of blends it all together because it actually yeah. had a heart to it yeah but, beating heart yeah true through. and I think that's that's an interesting point because like you know you said it's kind of he pushes too much of a mood into that and like maybe his older or newer stuff but like I think that's for me also I kind of I'm the same way if I see if I feel like it's too much of an atmosphere too much of a mood or too much of maybe you felt the way about that man yeah like there's something I feel like I'm missing out of like the whole full experience yeah like Like it's not it doesn't have the best universal kind of language to it it's just like okay and I think you actually want more of that like you want it to kind of speak to the world in a way and maybe that's why yeah maybe that's why it comes back down to where it's like I don't really resonate too much with like movies like Clockwork Orange or Raging Bulls because like I'm not getting anything positive at the end of it they're very aesthetic yeah Yeah. I'm not getting anything positive you hate man yeah. i think as opposed to like the king of comedy that's like another asshole but you don't but i think it's more of a layered character study about it whereas Clark orange and rigid bull just make you look too close up i think yeah. you don't want to get too close up to the madness i think yeah. you want to just look at it from a distance and feel the tragedy more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. king of comedy king does, comedy like, and i think it's uh i think like those two movies are kind of like i don't know like there's definitely something about it where it feels like a little bit larger than life a little bit like king of comedy i feel like is really cool because he's a loner doing trying to obsessively trying to go into a dark place but like he has like this dream at the end that like actually does come true and yeah. i thought that was really he actually worked hard to get fun, to it, you know? <laughs> like it's a dark way to get there but he you know he did it you know yeah. and that's super kind of cool you know just the way it's like portrayed well it makes you know? it frighteningly relatable that's what's yeah. so good about it and so it's like taxi driver it's like if it's frightening relatable in a sense to an extent that it's like wow you know like um it becomes a uh it's 
a really warped cautionary tale that somehow ends up just you end up kind of seeing the layers of why why someone would want to do that why it's like well why would i want to do that even you know it's like mm-hmm. why would anyone want to do that and it's like it just makes sense why someone would want to so it just explains so much while making it as entertaining as it possibly can yeah basically. it's it's the best dude. yeah the king of comedy taxi yeah. driver formula particularly yeah uh, yeah and, and i love yeah those are yeah <laughs> i gotta watch taxi driver again dude. Oh, I, I was trying to find it there night. and i oh you watched it last I night literally did. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm thinking about it so much i'm just literally it's i was lo- i was trying I to find it there and i was like oh, i can't i don't i don't own it either so I gotta, it's perfect yeah, yeah it is it's an, absolutely maybe the maybe the like one of the best films ever made i've seen usually a top five like mm-hmm. i think it's an, I usually make my top five when i finish this list yeah Taxi driver is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through your stack. I I was I think I'm gonna try to watch the apartment just because I, I still have a little some Billy Wilder left uh, kicking Daddy, me. You yeah, know? I so, yeah, a lot of his stuff this morning. Two double dignity. Oh, oh yeah, you tell that, uh, that one's good. Yeah, forty four. Oh, yeah, forty four. Oh yeah, that's yeah. So he's that's really cool. really dark with that. Damn. All right. <laughs> so it's taxi driver. So I think taxi driver who in the mood for dark. Billy Wilder darkest. Yeah. Like you, said, like you saw in Sunset Boulevard, dark man. He he's like on that same level. Yeah, that's cool. More straightforward and more down to earth this time. More gritty. More gritty. I would say. Yeah, and I know I'm like gravitating a lot towards more of like the 50s style right now, 40s, 50s, and Dude, 60s movies definitely. right now too. So, um, yeah, it's so it's hard it's it, it's hard right now to like watch a lot of movies just with my time and everything like that. So I can only you know I, I usually consume two or three movies hopefully a week you know, and I'm just trying to like I'm picking out like the best of what I think is the most interesting or the most. Um, you know, I can something I want to talk with you about. You yeah, know, well, it's just right what now. resonates in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. whenever you can get to it, well, watch you know movies. It's like I mean, that's the thing. The buzz of it. it's just watching it and just seeing how you feel about it, and then just kind of how that reflects. Yeah, just yeah, it can completely change you, man. Like I mean, Sunset Boulevard, some, some like a hot kind of had that impact on. Yeah, you, and I felt curious if the apartment will too. Cause it's like yeah, absolutely. Double dignity for that matter. Yeah, because those are like the films that just have. Yeah, it, it, it's like an identity thing, man. Watching it's just a, like, and that's what I learned about Billy Wilder films in the end. I think that was a silent voice for me growing up discovering those. So I think it was great to have a social outlet for that for the first time with you having watched those movies. Yeah, it's like, for sure. There's a word for the way I was feeling there that I needs to live on forever. Uh-huh. Wow, <laughs> the buzz of just the excitement of joy of creation, literally, mm-hmm. like lives in those movies. Yeah, Even so no I, matter of their darker light. Uh-huh. Like I find it, I yeah, I find your your range a lot, really interesting because you do gravitate towards a lot more darker films and whatnot, but I you have like, like some of those like light, lighthearted stuff, stuff that like is surprising. Like you love Elf, dude. I love Elf. <laughs> you I, love I re- Elf because dude. I grew up on it because yeah. it's like a nostalgic piece. I think it's very uh, very much the way you felt about like Scrooge. I think that was one of those for me, like in mm-hmm. a way, because it's like it is naive. That's one of those naive outlooks. But I for, for for one, I literally played that character in numerous plays growing up. So oh, did you? It's kind of a connection. Oh, that's I had cool. To it. Yeah, and I just yeah, I mean. Kind of just seeing him just get into this big city and looking absolutely ridiculous and like a clown is just honestly I'll watch mm-hmm. it now. Okay, that's that's still that's actually more hilarious than ever now. Mm-hmm. That's actually true to life to me in a lot of ways. So I love that. You know, and yeah. it's not a lonely. It's actually a feel good, happy perspective on it. A lot of assholes who just get irritated by this guy, but in the end, it's like, all right, well, I like this guy's joy too much now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see, in the end, so it's like it's yeah, a beautiful it's, depiction of it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I um, kind of love Will Ferrell. I mean, I think some of his stuff is pretty great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that, no, Anchorman. I, I still. Oh love, well, yeah, Will Ferrell's a he'll be an all time legend, dude. I mean, he's yeah. got so many just back-to-back Two, you know, so comedies many. you know like, and Step Brothers I realized Step Brothers is one of my all-time favorites that was a know, great one <laughs> Anchorman I mean Talladega Nights is great yep, I love um, that one Old school. Have you seen that? He's I have. That. Yeah, I like yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, you know, he he does definitely have some duds every once in a while, but like a lot. I really think from anything from like the nineties and early two thousands, he's like just, God, just he's slaying. just a shine. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's so, so funny. funny. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't know. I think Will Ferrell. It's interesting. He's coming back to me as one of those actors where like watching his movies does give me a 
nostalgic itch. All those movies, mm-hmm. made, I mean, Elf and Anchorman in particular are nostalgic, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think Elf is like just one of those for me. Like, you know, it's just like I watch it. It literally is just a cozy place. I think I'm looking for a cozy place. Um, and then when I get deep into the cozy place, I like I prefer darker stuff. Basically, mm. I think mm-hmm. there's like because I think I like to have a whole spectrum of light and dark in my head, kind of at all the time. Yeah, it's like just a balance, literally. I think. See, when you say like I'm trying to find a cozy place with movies, it's like I I think that a lot. Like I go through, you know, just depending on my mood for the day. Like you know, if I'm if I'm in like a inspired, like I'm like ready to take on the world kind of mood, I'm probably going to try to find some movie that. I feel like I haven't seen before. Feel like I want to watch something a little bit more serious, something I really kind of want to study and see what it's all about, or whatever that is. And then there's uh, those days where I'm not feeling the best, and I just kind of need something that make me feel good, and that kind of gravitate towards a cozy movie, which that could be anything from yeah. The Wizard of Oz to you know uh, Willy Wonka, Willy you Wonka? know, like I mean, yeah, I mean stuff like Scrooge or whatever, like especially around Christmas, I, I tend to watch a ton of. Christmas movies, like yeah. you know, like just feel good Christmas movies, like A Christmas Story. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, oh yeah, I like that one. Dude, yeah, that, yeah, one, that, that was great. my yeah. one of my all time favorite movies. Also, oh, it's I hilarious. Mean, yeah, so Christmas oh, Story. So many is... great moments in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, uh, they actually made the the sequel. I mean, they they, they made a sequel a long time ago, oh, wow. but I haven't watched it. I know it's trash I though. Heard. But yeah. but they made like a sequel with. Um, I, I think there's I think it's the same kid but he's an older guy <laughs> now now but it's a Christmas story a Christmas story Christmas oh, and man, it was it's actually really good it's nice. actually really nice it's it's a fun cozy movie but um but yeah no I just I, I tend to watch something that makes me just kind of feel good you know like yeah. and I like those transformations at the end where it's like everything maybe seems like it's going to shit but at the end you know you've got you know, a, a change of perspective or, yeah. or love or, you know, family, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, I think that's Literally, all like dude. great, great stuff that makes me feel like, okay, it's that's all going to be okay. Like, yeah. It's a feel good cozy <laughs> yeah. place. Absolutely. And I, I probably would have felt the same about Scrooge how I saw it when I was young, honestly. Yeah. I think I needed the more innocent eyes to love that one that much. I think, yeah, I'm already too rotten. I'm particular about my asshole perspective. Like kind of like we realized about you. I kind of, kind of realized about myself. Do you think too. also, um, because I have siblings, and you're an only child, so like I always kind of grew up like watching things with my brother and sister a lot, yeah. you know, and my mom. Like we always had like family like movie nights a lot. That so. is a different. That's that is that right there nails a lot of it actually. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you did have a more of a family experience with it in the first place. Well, I always came to a raw isolation. Yeah, like you kind of like just were your own like imagination going towards like a lot of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, like, like I look at movies in. like an R- I think almost like an RPG. I think like yeah. a very. I, th- I keep thinking about the game Super Mario RPG. I think I like to look at movies kind of like how that game sort of looks at life a little bit, where it's mm-hmm. a very much like an animated sort of outlook. I, yeah, really. Yeah, that simple. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's interesting how we had two totally different backgrounds, and it literally is different right there. They're almost like two different spectrums of the. The, you know, but all the better scale, all yeah, the better, for sure. I believe I, I, that makes that means we meet each other. Oh yeah, in, 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 in many ways, whenever the creative process happens. Yeah, definitely, definitely do. Um, That's yeah, cool though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, which brings us back to like making our next project together. I know we keep talking about it, yeah. but I mean, I think you know, just even the notes we exchange every day is just like I'm like, okay, I think we're on the right track, dude. Here. We're easily on the right mm-hmm. track. Oh, and I got after taking more writing and more notes, I'm usually more confident that mm-hmm. we got it down here. So I'm like. And I'm also curious, like, you know, when you were watching movies with your family, did you, like, typically pick the movie, or did, like, other people pick? Um, it it depends. I mean, I think a lot of times my mom wanted to find movies mm. that wanted to watch with us. Like, I remember my mom, there's always a few different kinds of settings. There'd be, like, me, my mom, 
or me, my mom, my brother, and sister would like have like late night movies, like yeah. in the living room. Like, I mean, we'd watch things at like one, two, like twelve of them, twelve at night or one in the morning, yeah. like just stuff oh, that was on TV. You know, and a lot of that stuff was always like The Breakfast Club or yeah, like cool. ET or just some, like something from the eighties usually. And it was like stuff that my mom would uh, really like, and she would want to watch with us. You know. Um, and I remember, like, me and my mom would just watch movies together. And those were, like, anything, like, I remember watching, um, I remember, one, like, one random night. And I was probably still in high school. Uh, she was like, oh, you should watch this movie with me. Um, it was late one night. And it's that movie with Edward Norton. He's, like, a, he gets in, he goes to jail uh, for, like, a murder or something like that. But he thinks. Primal uh, Scream? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that, but I've heard about it. What's it called? Primal, Primal Scream? Primal. Pretty sure that's it. I've always heard about Primal that. Where I don't know if it's Primal court? Scream. Maybe it's not. He's a lead actor in that. He is the actor. He's, like he's on a court case the whole yeah, time, that, and they're trying to prove it. him innocent. Yeah, Primal Fear. Perhaps. Primal Fear. Primal I think fear. that's it. Yeah, I think that's, that's, it. It. that's it. It's a good movie. Is it? But I, I just remember it. like it was such a random thing that my mom wanted to show me, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I was you know kind of young, so it was like it felt like it was a very serious movie. But I remember taking that in. I was like, dang, that was a really good movie because the ending was really good. Yeah. So yeah, you should watch it. It's, I want to check it's that a, out. It's a good movie. That's um, cool, man. Like, you know, yeah, I like that. That's so really she cool. would show me like random things like that, and so I think I like, got a lot of hints of that. And then there'd be those family movie nights where it's like all of us would like pick a movie, you know, yeah. blockbuster days. We, you know, my mom Man. would they would all get like movies and then we'd watch them. Um, and then there'd be times where it's like me and Tyler would want to watch something. I'm like, mom, you want to watch this with us? And, you know, so and those were a lot of the times we'd watch like those like really raunchy comedies yeah, or something man. like that. Oh, yeah, so, that's awesome, dude. So, yeah, I mean, it would range all over the place. Dude, and, definitely. Yeah. I definitely see that balance of, like, kind of making film, like, you, you have, like, a more social connection with it all in the first place. I think that shows yeah. right there. So I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. I think that actually, like, shows me where you're coming from with your enthusiasm and your passion with making movies. Like, you definitely have a lot of, like, that shows me there's probably going to be naturally a little bit more of, like, a heartfelt outlook about the characters yeah. that I'm going to have because I think I was already kind of, like, looking at it as a um, – yeah, different. Like the different. I think like, the only child out. Like I think it was just like I, I, I would do a lot of this film with socialization, but I always find my favorite moments came if like okay, there's no one around, and I just get to choose whatever I want to watch basically. Gotcha. I think I get but see, I'm excited. starting to get to that point now, like in my life, where I'm just like, I don't want anyone around. I just want to watch this by myself. Yeah. You know, like for I mean, for you know, especially movies I haven't seen or something like that. Like like we were talking. Um, the other night when you were saying you watched something but you were kind of with a crowd of people and it, did, it wasn't it resonating a lot. well that would happen you. to me a lot i think i realized in time like i did a lot of my movie watching in intense isolation because like i would do like in, like slightly insane stuff while watching it like i'll typically like recite the screenplay while i'm watching it i'll oh, like wow. stand up and yeah. like i'll like play the music along with it in my bass or whatever uh -huh. i'll just do stuff to really get in character like kind of i'd go insane about it basically uh -huh. like that's what i like to do and i had so much that it's like yeah like no way! I don't think I think any sane person would be down to be around a guy like that. You <laughs> so, would like rewrite screenplays and everything. Literally, like that too. I like rewrite stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think watching with a crowd of people who just won't take it fully seriously, I think I realize in time does uh, cause a temper in me. Actually, mm -hmm. that's actually the root of where my temper comes from. I have to kind of realize in full time, like yes, that's kind of a pretentious asshole, but also that is kind of my creative spark because it's I hear like you. our difference. And we talked about it. It's like there's almost a bit of a madness of how serious I think I take the nature of movies. It's way more than it ever needs to be, basically. But it's like but I, a I lot guess, of that's kind of maybe part of the outlook that's kind of just building and building for a cinematic just expression. Yeah, and I mean, I think up. like I think you nailed it where it's like you know, like that's part of your creativity. Like you have to have something out of that. Like 
so you can be a better artist down Literally. the road, you know, on your own projects and your own, you know, writing and, and things like that. So it's almost just like I think I've been doing a lot of watching and talking about them. So now it's like big time. The instinctual mood is just just show that I can actually I'm actually creating content with that. Cause yeah. Now. Yeah. Now it's like, wow, that makes so much. Yeah, sense. Yeah, I think there's like a balance. And I think you got there back there in like 2014, 16, you know, like, like that basically is what I kind of realized in a sense. Of what? Of of just... kinda, like, I think you already kind of had this connection with movies that oh. where you were just we're going to be gun ho about actually creating content consistently. And I, don't, I think I strangely didn't find that level of ambition about it. Just yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the content stuff came, came out of me just because it's like, I felt like I had to do something. I it's was like, just you're like, like athletic about how bad you want it. It's well, just, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think now it is, uh, we were talking about this too, where it's like where I think I'm kind of at that point. Where it's like, okay, no, I'm, I'm thinking I'm still making content, but my, my, I, I proved a lot over the years where it's like, okay, I can go out and, can be consistent with my quality of like what my style is and what I'm trying to say out with movies and stuff like that. Now my content's kind of like okay, so let's either like let's let's shake it up a little bit, let's pull something else out of me, let's elevate that, or let's think of this more like a business now because you know we're we're going in this direction. Yeah. And you're kind of at that point where it's like I have to prove to myself and to others that I can create. And, it's the balance of playtime and, and taking it seriously. Literally. Yeah. I yeah. Think I'm, I'm living like that, so it's like wow, I take it this seriously. And it's something that is a game to a lot of people. So it's like, wow, I have to kind of, I have to just go all the way at this point, you mm -hmm. know, and, and and treat it as a dark, treat it like a dark comedy. It's like, yeah, I'm this serious about it, but it is also pretty absurd too. And I just kind of want that to be the madness of creation, you know, because it's like, it's a, there's an absurdity to creation. I realize that's how all the best filmmakers were operating. That level of anxiety is kind of, you shake it off by realizing an absurdity to it in the first place. Oh yeah. And I, I think I struggle with that more now because I am kind of in this like hyper-focused state of mind with all this mm -hmm. and but I'm also like I'm trying to be a little bit more of a student now again, yeah. like, and I think I'm like getting a little irritated sometimes that like I can't, I can't be my own, yeah, I can't be all the time like learning and and crafting, Absolutely, you know, create and consume. Well, that'll, you know? that'll, like, I mean, that'll, that'll, that's gonna push you so hard in time to continue, you know, because I think you'll always kind of get to that place where you will find that because you want to so bad, mm -hmm. yeah, because it's like I think that's how it goes typically with um just wanting to pursue it you know in a lot mm -hmm. of ways because that's how it always was for me like i think when there were too many distractions it's like just playing all hell no because i think the best directors are laying out that it's all about kind of being your own teacher because all the best directors kind of taught me that it wasn't school that did it to them it was literally just watching movies and studying movies like you and can, then going out and making them and just going out and making mm -hmm. them literally just like you, like you said consume and create that is literally it like mm -hmm. just just do that consistently yeah and that's a lot of it you know it's like and i believe you know, it sounds like you're just looking for the time to kind of pave out just, you know, consistency to where you can do something like that. Because, like, mm -hmm. we talked also about how sometimes you get too obsessed with something and it's really hard to shut it off when reality kicks in. Yeah. I think is what the madness of a lot of that really consists of. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, like, I... I... You want to this isn't just a like while. a hobby for me, you know. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I guess. You, you need know, to live in it for a yeah. while. You need to live in where the movie's taking you. You know, mm -hmm. you need to live in it literally for yourself and find your voice through that because you're finding your voice when you do that mm -hmm. as a director. Like, I mean, The Gifted has been a really transformation, transformational experience this year. I think. I mean, I looking mean, at the clips, this looks transcendental from I everything mean, you've ever done. Thank literally. you, man. I mean, it's like it's definitely like I'm about to finish finish this movie finally this month and i'm sitting here like watching it back and i'm like holy hell like this this is i think i put so much obsessive like time into this and thought into this and wanted to make my best thing you know and, and having the pressure of like who was involved and things like that it's like this turned into a um yeah, obsessed, mad. It, it, it kind of took a lot out of me because I drove myself crazy wanting to make it the best it can be. But now yeah. I'm watching it back. I'm like, well, that was good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it was probably good. I, I mean, I, 
I got some extra silver hairs in the process. Well, but yeah, you it, I mean, it worked. It, yeah, yeah you, I think you, it was it's worth always it. worth it. It's always worth it in the end yeah. because, and that's what I've realized. You know, it's like literally, it's just always going to matter to see the person who just always went for it because it's like that. That will matter if you don't see results right away. It will matter down the road always mm-hmm. that you do. And I think that's what kind of comes always back to that patient strength and faith you know i think there's always those moments when i've noticed like when you release something and it's always feeling frustrating in moments because mm-hmm. it's like well not enough people there's not enough almost i think mine to kick in or yeah it's yeah which i understand that more and more i think that's why i'm very shy about it because i go through those moods i went through that mood a lot too after kind of ma- releasing all my movies fallacy mm-hmm. for example I, I and i say all that because i think that kind of brings me to a well i just plain don't feel upset about it i just feel enthusiastic that it happened literally and yeah. i'm excited that in time this will prove that i'm been consistent about it that's and that's where you've been in the inspiration about it because you've been consistent for about seven years in time you've always made content every single year you still have like that that is amazing that's impressive and i think in time whenever things skyrocket it's like well there's that's where it all started it comes from the the blood of the person who actually put their hands on it you know with with it and um really did something about their passion for what they love yeah yeah yeah. i i'm i appreciate it man i mean i guess i guess yeah like you Go, looking back, any director they you know any or, director is would say that. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of directors would take like decade, usually approximately about a decade to take off. And I think a lot of I noticed a little time a lot of directors would get that like, everyone loves them, but it's like they're all actually cranky because it's like, well, I was saying this ten years right, ago, kind yeah. of. And I think you're going to always uh, be one of those. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like, I was saying this like you know, where were you back in 2016? Even with me, you're probably yeah. thinking that, and I want that because it's like, well, I see, I get it because somehow. I think your drive about it is superior, but I think I might just be going a little harder about it. So it's like, mm. I just need to kind of see that. Well, make that a social process, you know, yeah, make yeah. that a, a community thing. Well, you know? Yeah. Like, like a community. Exactly. Yeah, and you already have that down. So you, I think you just want to be more isolated and mad. Well, I think I, I need to kind of hone that down to relate more. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. My tone. Uh, like I was talking to uh, Jordan and the guys and I was just like, more minimalist. Yeah. I was, I guess I kind of was just like, Hey, you know, um, I'm, you know, for 2024, I'm probably going to do a little bit different things. Like I want to do a passion project next. And, um, I kind of want to serve more of as a producer writer on things and things like that. So it's like, so pretty much I'm, what I'm saying is like, I have the tools of strange films and I've built this thing with it. So if you guys want to take on a project or have me kind of help with that, you know, like behind the scenes, like that's kind of what I want to, want to, want to do, you know, like help out with that because you guys are my team you guys yeah. are my community well, like like we I, we've, back, we've yeah. spent a lot of time together and yeah. trying to trying to pursue the dream it's like okay well guys you know someone take the wheel for a second so i can you know work on this and yeah. or i can be like your co-pilot and say all right this is looking great you know well, the and, vision and, can be because it's like I, I always see this balance of it's so simple but yet it's everything too so yeah the where it gets complicated i think that's usually how it goes whenever um, you just there's a lot of people on board, a lot of things happening. It's like typically you kind of need to hone in on focus on, on the smaller like things and let other people have the will on bigger things. Yeah. And I think that's what you've been trying to kind of let, figure out, like how to coordinate it's kind like, of this team yeah. and really push it. Building building a team is everything. I mean, and like, you have to have like the right people that you feel like you can trust and like rely on when it comes to that. And I know like we've always had like a great foundation and stuff. And I think you're kind of finally at that point where it's like, okay, I've I've you know I got some of this stuff out of my system. Things are clicking now. It's like yeah. I understand where I'm trying to go. And it's like, all right, great. Here's the here's the wheel, and I'm gonna help you write this movie, and we're gonna literally do it together. And that's why, yeah, so. seriously, man, and that's it right there. I'm like that right there is what I'm I'm so excited about. Like I think you got that writer, you got that like just, and I, I get again, I think taking that background makes it even better for me as a director because I can relate to what you're saying, and I think wow, that that resonates really well with I think a lot of like. 
a lot of my only child tendencies growing up. So I think now I can make a film and I can kind of hone in on the directing, and then you can just write out the characters in a way that's mm-hmm. way more humane than I can. So you're literally your experience of watching movies is more humane than mine mm. by nature. Yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I think there's going to be a difference there that will come off as a better pro- project than the end. I, I see everything in fallacy from the strings and the limits about it. I mean that in the most optimistic way because that right. that challenge fully brings me to a fruition of well, we can bring momentum and humanism and, and just entertainment through every bit of it mm-hmm. i mean a dark thriller basically yeah yeah a totally. really dark thr- a really dark kind of thriller like mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can bring life to the characters in a way where i'll just i'll give you the world building in the scene you know? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and the pacing of it and you know, and, and you, you're gonna bring the characters to life yeah that's yeah. A, that'll be an exciting challenge and process to i think so too see where that goes. it'll be challenging yeah. but it'll definitely be worth it and it'll um i think as we lay it out and i think in the moment it'll it'll all resonate it'll all be a complete cohesive whole mm-hmm. And easily the best project I think we've both ever been part of. That'd be exciting, yeah, that's, dude. That's, that's the that's dream right there, I think. For so, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it seems doable. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Gotta, gotta get out and making short films next year too will be a big part of yeah. it too. Just always kind of make stuff. <laughs> yeah, and be aiming to make stuff. Yeah, and that goes back to like what I said on one of the earlier episodes, which like I kind of want to be a little bit more experimental with different kinds of projects too. You know, it's like I know like my next passion project is probably more in the vein of like a wholesome cozy kind of feel i mean like tapping into some real issues and real shit but it's like at the end of it you walk away with like that spark of hope yeah dude. and that's what i want like, dude I really you really want, want that, that. Yeah, yeah i think you that's usually what you're kind of building up to for a big film project mm-hmm. your, your next your films to come i think you're definitely honing in on your melancholic shades where you see where the struggle is but you ultimately are portraying that it's all right yeah, yeah you can do that easily totally yeah no. totally um yeah, well, it, it, we're looking for, uh, I, mean, it, I mean, we're almost, shit, it's almost like already half December now. So, Isn't that crazy? I mean, we're, yeah, so we're, I mean, we're almost in 2024, so I know we've been dreaming big, so we got we got to action. <laughs> yeah. It will come to action. Yeah. Well, that's the idea, man. By the end of this month, it'll be built to the next month. That's when action totally. will organically come through. It'll happen. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm fully confident in that. I'm starting to kind of believe in like just kind of mapping it all out throughout January and February and then kind of starting to film gradually throughout March and April. Yeah. And I'll like kind of do the recruiting of the cast while you kind of flush out all the writing, basically. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And we'll be updating you along the way, of course. Keep being posted. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what else? Uh, let's see. What else is new, man? What um, did you watch? Anything else this uh, this past week that yeah. I should um, take note of? Yeah. Let me go through my watch list. I'll kind of jot out my because I know uh, I know I'm way behind on my movie watches that I I keep adding more and more and more to. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So this month so far, yeah, we talked about Prince of Darkness last time. Oh yeah, that was a great one. That yeah, was a really unique I, know, I still need to watch that one. I like that one a lot. Um, there was some like it hot. I rewatched that. Of course, I watched it again. Yeah. Yep, I rewatched that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I really loved uh, what we do in the shadows. Have you heard of that? Or seen that? I've heard of it. Uh, is that? Is that the remake one? Or uh, the... It was just a movie. There was a TV show about it, too, but yeah. there was a movie that came out in 2014. I never heard of it, but yeah. Is that the one with Johnny Depp me. in it? It's not Johnny Depp. It's, um, oh, I don't really think. Or what am I thinking of him? He he played might, a vampire. You might be thinking of Sweeney Todd. No, he played a vampire in it. Um, It was like maybe Dark Shadow? No? Oh. I thought it was that one. Maybe not, though. Not sure exactly. Um, Let's see here. Oh, Nickelodeon. I love that one. That was a movie that came out. That was dry director... Um. 
let me see who was it. It was a very unique. I think it was Peter Bogdanovic who did Nickelodeon. Whole, yeah, like the show, like TV network. Yeah, literally, literally. It was because I think that was a term used back in the 1920s for a lot of like short films at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, which is different. Yeah, but it also kind of adds up with being like the cartoon that came out, oh, okay. the Cartoon Network in the 90s of Nickelodeon. But yeah, the movie was great. It was just huh. a really great depiction of just people that were just out to make a movie, basically. And just, oh, that's it, cool. It's a very slow-paced epic about it, basically. Yeah. And they go to like a lot of illegal places, and they just, it's kind of like a thriller of like, can they get it all filmed in time? <laughs> that's so, cool. It's fun and playful. It's actually really playful. When I love it. 1976. Dang. Same year as Taxi Driver, which is a year I'm really fascinated by. And a okay. lot of movies were in an interesting mood that year. And I think yeah. a lot of it was just like honing in on the innocent perspectives in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And like, like Taxi Driver was the ultimate kind of loss of innocence. While a lot of movies were a little more optimistic, but about uniquely cynical. It's like, I don't know, that was a unique kind of year, I think, for yeah. movies. So Nickelodeon was one I saw. And, I saw one that year also called The Innocent that I quite loved. That was a great, okay. that was like an Italian movie. It was very strange, but literally about an artist who takes his stuff like frighteningly seriously to an extent where it's like, okay, out of touch with reality and it's just frighteningly relatable. So yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And made me think a lot about, you know, my actions that come for next year. Right. Like how to hone that in, make it work, land, mm-hmm. as opposed to just, well, being up my ass about it. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. Blake I figured get, it out. Blake gets frightening, frighteningly uh, overwhelmed or uh, overwhelmed. serious on his on his set. I'm, I'm overwhelmingly <laughs> serious, and that's, it doesn't even come off on set. Really. Yeah, it's no, just, I'm... I just it's like letting out steam out in the trailer alone, yeah. basically. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's like. Well, that's what I realized. I turn to movies. A lot of the reason you know people want to turn to music when you're growing up. You're like letting out like certain emotions that are just too difficult to talk about. You know, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. I'm like movies are just do that for me in a way that I think makes me calm about it, as opposed to want to you know get chaotic, crazy about it. Basically, yeah. like some music can. But anyway, yeah. And then I saw. Um, a great one called Kings of the Road pretty recently too. That was great. That, that was a, like a kind of like a road travel kind of movie. It was okay. about a German director, Wim Wenders, who came to America and just kind of made this really cool kind of road trip movie. Just the guys just literally on the road and just walk, go, it's discovering movies particularly. Like they're just like going to a bunch of movie theaters and just meeting all these film projectist guys and just kind of learning how crazy a lot of like film directors and film types really are. So I think wow. the whole movie is like a character study and just an epic experience about it really. Huh. Yeah. Really personal, man. That's wild, man. One you of the most know? rosy outlooks I've ever seen yeah. of like a cross country kind of road trip. Tra- Traveling movie. Okay. It's very rosy. You always you always tell me these movies and these plots, and I always sit there and I'm like, I just I get mind blown about like a particular like oh, it's that man. small of a detail of like of a story. I yeah, mean, like you know, literally it's like, epics I mean, about small it's things. Crazy. That's why I think I, I gravitate towards. Yeah, it. yeah, I love that though. Uh, those know? are I'm great. Like, I would like I would have never thought of something like that. That's I think crazy, a lot, and know? exactly. Well, it's like I think a lot of this is just like there were so many films coming out, particularly like you said, like the, it was starting in like I would say like late fifties and throughout the sixties, where it just like. And it goes on into American movies in the 70s onward. But I think a lot of these were just kind of out to depict something that's just very flavorful and just very different than anything else you've seen. And they wanted small things more than big, larger-than-life epics sort yeah. of subject matter. I think I think a lot of those film directors believe the small things were kind of what what, what are the most fascinating. That's something to I, say. I think I believe in that. Yeah, I believe in that, too. There's something to say and prove for. I mean, I, I mean, I guess in reality, you could take any small moment and make it into a large, you know, project, like a large movie, like a narrative yeah. around it, you yeah. know, and... Like I, I remember it's a fine telling, line of like feeling crazy about it, but also you, you're also correct, you yeah. know, about it. That's a, like, a like lot I was of, telling you is. about that uh, movie idea I had, just simply based off I went to um, a diner at like three in the morning, and I heard I overheard this conversation of like a man and a woman arguing, and I just thought that like it like spun me into like this crazy idea of like a movie idea and i was just like you know i guess there's moments like that where i still do pick up sometimes i'm like but like how do i flesh that out into a longer narrative you know what's that that's simply a piece of it you know so yeah. but that's interesting yeah i'll have to check some uh dude some recommend out. it man oh yeah and i'll see i'll see anything else worth mentioning um 
Oh yeah, the reluctant debutante. That was a great one. I, that was a really underrated movie. Okay. Yeah, I'd never really heard of it before, but I actually quite love that one. That was like a really feel good movie from the fifties. Wow. Um, yeah, that's and there's a director there. I, I'm with you. I think that this might be going for both of us to get into since we love Billy Wilder so much. His name is Vincente Milini. Um, yeah, he's made all kinds of like musicals. He's made a lot of like feel good, like and really dark kind of like dramas also about like kind of the showbiz gone gone bad basically okay. in a lot of ways. That's. Um, well, a lot of it was. He could kind of depict the rotten in a way where it's like a, it's 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 not like too close up because it was just kind of depicting it um, happening from a from a distance because you you weren't allowed to get too close up at the time. But he was kind of breaking the rules at the time of like how close up you could get with a screenplay. And I think a lot of those movies hold up better than a lot of modern depictions of it in a lot of ways. Yeah, because it's yeah. like it just kind of takes it through you without getting too close up, like you say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think um, you'd like a lot of his stuff. Well, well, okay, yeah. all right. I'll definitely mention a lot of his stuff to you. Yeah, like, all right. List. That's another director to add. Yeah, man, yeah. most definitely. And then, yeah, anything else you want to add to that? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm just go, taking yeah. all that in. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm always fascinated by all these movies well, I think Well, I think a lot of these is my bridge. I'm kind of looking at myself big time as like, okay, as a director, like, you know, what am I really looking for? And a lot of this is kind of like the fine line of feeling like a crazy man and then a man that just plain old makes sense, basically. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what a lot of... And I just... The more I can relate to characters who also are like that, the more it's just easy to for it to all make sense of why I'm... Mm-hmm. Plain old makes sense of why, um, Kind of just how to execute everything effectively. So let me ask you this. Um, Without being too delusional. So... You're kind of, I would say, you're kind of in prep mode of the next project. Pretty right? much, yeah. So, how is this different and or similar to your prep mode of fallacy? Oh, good questions. Those are good. Oh, that's a good, a good thing to articulate. I'm, I'm sure that mentally and physically, you're both feeling it's different. You're doing something. It's really um, different. So, is it different in a better sense yeah. than fallacy? Much better because it's way uh, more honed in and gritty. It's way more knowing of what it is. I think. Okay. Well, fallacy was kind of an experimental guy figuring himself out, soul searching mood. And you kind of went. I real think I figured it dark out. Dark and alone. Yeah. <laughs> during during that process, because yeah. you did isolate. I yourself. did. You really. I. I, I didn't see you for like Madness. eight months. <laughs> I went mad. Yeah. So literally, this process made me realize. Okay, I can do all of that. I a lot of that in like a, a like a, a shorter time of span. And then come to a realization that, well, like, this matters enough to where I, sh- I should show my face a lot more about it. You know what I mean? And talk about it. And talk about talk it a lot more. It, yeah. Not be, you know, because I think maybe a lot of that required a lot of just intense emotions out of me. And it's like emotions I just don't feel like sharing publicly in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. So I think now it's like, I think I just don't feel like being that emotive about it anymore. I'm just too over the top. It's like I'm too confident. I'm too, I feel too good about myself yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. And now I just kind of want to just calmly do it. And I think it'll be 10 times better if I do it like that, Hell basically. Yeah. And like you said, just have consistent. Like I'm starting to f- get this new found feeling of like downright feel guilty if I'm not doing something to change the world about with my movie. Basically, yeah. if I'm not striving for that, yeah, then, for sure. then I should feel guilty, and I will feel guilty for it now mm-hmm. because I see that. So I always have guilt whenever I just feel like I should be doing something yeah. towards towards something. You know, like towards something that's like benefiting my creative career, my future, and like when I don't. That's why I get cranky when I don't do something one thing creative a day. You know, it, it could be as simple as just getting on there, checking on you know a couple of different things, yeah, little things, or doing the podcast for the day. You know, or like writing a little something. Or if I cr- watch something really nice, I'm like, okay, I feel like that's helping me. You know, yeah. Like, so like, there, I just feel I feel guilty if I don't get something like that in my system for the day. Yeah, I, I need, need to feel like a, you need to feel like you progress something yeah. forward about it's it. It's always that 1%. You've always you always know, I think 1% yeah. every day is always like a great goal to go because, for. Yeah, because you'll, you'll like Sam Boom and go 100 whenever the time calls for yeah. it by doing it that way. It's yeah. like, because I feel like tr- striving to be 100% every single day is a headache and unnecessary. Absolutely. A lot of that just plain old didn't need to go 
um, for what well, wasn't built and established yet for yeah. yourself. A lot of that madness is better kept, like make it a, make it as minor progression, so you can kind of hone in on their minimalism mm-hmm. and you know and let that let the balance kind of come through the fruition in the end of it. Yeah. And would you say your movie consumption is different than your movie consumption back when you were watching or getting ready for Fallacy? Yeah. Were you watching different kinds of movies? Yes. And back stuff? then, I was watching a bunch of movies that just felt like a lot of rock and roll, a lot of like, um, you know, innocence kind of pr- perspectives for me. But uh-huh. now I just feel like watching gritty. And that's re- I'm realizing Dad is more nostalgic to me now than that, that, that stuff. Because it's like, okay, I actually grew up wanting to be this kind of director more mm-hmm. than the guy I was even back then, you know, when I was being too isolated. Now I just plain old don't feel like it. It's like, life, well, there's just too much spark and excitement and enthusiasm to possibly want to shelter for, for, for this project, you know. Yeah. So now it's just like, get your, get plain old, get the buddies together and let's go. Right like, on. Let's, let's, yeah, let's you definitely have like year. a. It's more social now. You I'm have like a much, more of a, yeah, you have I, a much more I've drive. Calmed, I've like calmed down. Yeah, you can say I calmed. It's almost like yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying you that. You do no, like I mean, like I've I've known you for since eighteen. So yeah, we're we're going on what four six years? Now? Six years. Yeah, yeah. dang. Uh, so it's like I've known you, and I always remember telling you from the very beginning because I remember you always expressing your interests and dreams. Like you articulated like this with me quite privately. I think a lot. But, yeah. Like, you were always kind of held back by one thing or another, but I always told you, I was like, I believe in you, dude. Like, yeah. I always said that, like, I know you can do it. Yeah. And throughout the years, we always had like these, that kind of conversation. I think now I was telling you the other night, I was like, you, you're right there. You I, like, I, you finally, or you're coming to that person. That, like I, I always said you could be, yeah. you know, like you, I, you've got it. Well, you've it's got there. It, yeah. You know? Like well, I see like the drive. Some, get, in you it took right some now. getting through some like just personal kind of things to yeah. get through. Yeah. Now it's just but like, that's okay, everyone's well, journey. We all have to have yeah. Well, I learned a lot from my, my, a lot of my favorite directors. Like, I actually was watching a lot of growing up. It's like typically they were like typically more moody, serious in their early Billy Wilder, A. Martin Scorsese, both. It's like they're very serious in their tone in their earlier films, but they lighten up as they go. And I think I needed to kind of figure out for myself why I should lighten up. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's like I kind of needed to like make a movie where I went kind of crazy, so I could kind of realize why I shouldn't go so crazy now. Yeah, you know, that, and, that's and fascinating. It's, it's almost a punk way of looking at. It. I think <laughs> I, like I think it. movies make me a, like a low key punk, like yeah. about, about life. It's like not I don't really act like a punk, but I think my I relate 100 percent with a, what a punk is seeing yeah. because it's like, well, damn it, that that's what I want. I, I'm willing to let myself just go all the way into something if that means it's going to it's going to matter. Yeah, you know, it's going to matter. It's going to build up towards something that's going to matter for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, plain old every day. It's not. It's not going to feel right unless I go all the way in. Basically. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, and now it'll be better for you know. I figured out the isolated side. Now I can just plain old uh, be a more of a way more of a leader about it. Now I can just be. Way, I can. I can have way more, get way, way more people involved and have way more fun with it. Cool. You know, would not take it all so freaking gun ho serious. That's that, that, the key, man. Yeah, dude. Gotta I want to be one of those fun, directors. Man. Now I get it. I get it's how I get why directors become that way. Yeah. It's like, oh, that stinks. You know. Yeah, have some fun. Gotta have some fun. Always have process, fun with it, man. Because I guess, no like at the end of the day, about it. always have fun with it about your series. Yeah, yeah because at the end of the day, if you're not having fun, why are we doing it? You know, literally. It's like, I always love movies because they're fun. Why are people know? coming to the movies? They want to. Right. We want to have fun. It doesn't matter so, <laughs> what it is. Like, yeah, yeah you're just def- play it however you want. Just mm-hmm. be fun about it, and always have energy and life to characters. So that's yeah. You're gonna bring you bring the fun, I think, to the movies. Well, uh, I, I I try, man, but you know, a lot of it's just and like the life and ca- color of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, I just, it's just my drive, my own motivation. And I think that motivation sprawls out into different emotions and inspirations and things like that too. But you, I mean, like I said, I, I've definitely, I think this is the most motivated and, and drive I've seen in you ever, Great. you know, and awesome. I'm excited, dude. I think I'm excited you're, too. you're going to kill it. Dude. I, I'll thank you, buddy. I yeah. think, I think something great's going to happen here. So I'm looking forward to just, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens as it unfolds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, awesome, too, man. man. I'm excited for you too. I'm excited to see your writing come out in this, man. I just, I've always 
Now, obviously, I, I, you've proven yourself over and over how great of a filmmaker you are. So I think just letting us, I think a platform where you can just really let out madness with your characters, as I know you can, will yeah. just be really a beautiful yeah. thing to see. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Because so. I think, I think you, we're going to relate on like I, the way I can lay out the themes. And I think you'll just, you'll know where to, you'll know what to do with it instinctually, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, we have that both have that philosophy of just like, well, it's almost everything I wouldn't want to do or everything I wouldn't want to be, basically. Yeah, exactly. And just do do exactly that. Things right? I don't want to see or that's, hear in the real world. That's the punk know? about it. That's like but that punk is like but the punk does it for a reason though. It's like, well, dang, I don't I mean, I don't want to go around acting like that, but I also know that I just as well as anyone could if we wanted to. So yep. like I need I need to just express that in a certain way. I need to figure that out in the healthiest way possible. Mm-hmm. I think movies are just playing all the way to do, healthiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some more um, about it. ideas and down the road that I'd like to do that are more super like heavy punk like punk vibes to it. Just yeah. like kind of like you know, kind of against authority kind of style. Definitely, you know? dude. It's like just you something where it's like against the grain the entire you, way. Dude, you know? I mean, that's it's, how you be original. It's not even like a. It's it's just like you're following someone who is doing it, and they're not even maybe making the smartest decisions or something like yeah. that. But it's just you know, I I, I have a lot of stuff I want to. Yeah, you know, cool, do down man. the road. Well, so. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see where you go as a director. Oh yeah, man. Well, we're gonna do it together, dude. We are, dude. So. We're gonna get there. I can't wait. Absolutely. You're buckling up for next year. Yeah, yep, yep. So it's gonna be a big one. All right. Well, we're at the end of the show here. Um, let's see what else uh, we got going on. I know. I'm gonna talk to Lucas see if we can maybe squeeze in a Christmas theme before uh, the holiday here. But cool. Is oh, there yeah, anything yeah. else you wanna uh, mention well, before we hop off here? I think we covered everything. Yeah. Uh, unless there's anything about like any bands or artists that you've been listening to lately. Hmm. Bands, music, artists. I know I've been wanting to talk a lot of music with you lately. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I kind of... And I'm kind of just revisiting some old stuff that I like to listen to. I kind of went back to the new Blink album again. Blink One Eight Two had their new album came out in October, so I'm listening to that again. And right uh, what was I listening to the other day? I don't know. I have to pull up my Spotify, but um, no, yeah, nothing, nothing too like off the top where I'm just yeah. like going crazy. With, I think I'm just know. playing a lot on jazz right now. Yeah, see, Dan's actually, been my mood. So jazz, I think I opened me up to some I'm, jazz. Just usually will come back to me. I'm like, man, this is just so freaking refreshing. Yeah, I've been wanting to listen to a lot of jazz again lately. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of not I'm not like super. I go through moods of music and movies. So yeah. it's like one one period I'll be like super into music, like well, think, just in like super heavy music. Yeah, and not so much movies. And well, then right there's now definitely a different. Well, there's a different reason why because I think with music it's more of an immediate gravitation. If you want to yeah. just immediately kind of get in soothe touch with something, and, and, yeah. soothe your soul, whatever emotion you're looking for. Yeah, music's for that. While movies will have a similar influence, but. That's more of just like a well, have some fun and let's just take our time to get there, basically. Yeah, well, you know, it's like you have to kind of. It takes a lot of time to get to that 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 point. Totally, yeah. music like, just takes you straight there. Yeah, like me and John, we went to um the the bar the other night and we were playing pool and I was like, I got I had five dollar bill on me. I was like, dude, I'm going to that jukebox and I'm going to play some <laughs> tunes, dude. And I was just like, nice. I, I picked everything from fucking you know alternative to like hard rock awesome. and to eighties. You know, like I did some Tears for Fears on there. Dude, and it's great like, choices. It's just like you know, I'm just. I, cause I like to go all over the spectrum sometimes. Yeah. Know? Like if I'm in like a really like anxious or like kind of punk move or mood or something like that, like I'll blast something like kind of heavier, you know, yeah. just because I'm like, I just need to kind of fucking feel yeah. something, you know, if I'm feeling kind of down and moody or whatever, it's like, I'll probably listen to some indie, like alternative rock or something like that. Something real kind of Midwest emo, you know, something like that. But if I'm feeling some real fun, like loosey goosey, just good vibes all day, like casual, I'm like probably lasting like eighties or nineties, you know, I'm just like, yeah. And then my jazz really comes in when I'm at home. I like to spin my vinyls, you know, like uh get on the record player and just throw some, 
throw some easy listening music on there and just kind of mm-hmm. have it like as a atmosphere going on in in the house. Definitely. You know? So, yeah, but music is. Uh, I'm I'm always back and forth between like my like you said, kind of just like obsessions with, or like, you know, like, yeah, you can immediately gravitate towards music, like you said. Yeah. And, but. Well, it's just a straight pl- forward place. Yeah, well, movies is just like, oh, well, I can just like kind of take my time with it a lot. Yeah, I'm kind of. Like, if you want to just take your time with a lot. Of, I think I'm building atmosphere thing. right now, and I think yeah. I need more movie consumption than yeah. music, you know? Yeah. So, um, definitely. So, yeah, so I'm, 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 like, right now, like, my goal is today, um, to look through your stack and be like, okay, which is the next one oh, I'm going to watch? Oh, man, I'm a so. suspense buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, if you, is there anything else you want? Oh, yeah, The Warriors. That was the one you got for me. I'll need to watch that. Oh, yeah, and I still haven't watched North by like Northwest, it. so we're I mean, both slacking on that. You watched, like, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, and yeah. That. <laughs> and I watched Dead Man, you know, so, oh, yeah, I watched, yeah. so I'm, I'm definitely still picking through your choices. Yeah. I'm just, you know, um, and then yesterday was just random. I was like, I just saw Gran Torino, and I was like, Nice. Yeah, let me yeah, watch I mean, it. Sometimes it's good. It was good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I took, I took, you know, I took something from that. So, yeah, man. For sure. Um, but yeah, okay. Cool. Sounds good. Well, uh, let's see. As of right now, it is December. Was it the eleventh? Okay, December eleventh. Looks like uh, the gifted is going to be in its final stages of uh, post production. It's going to be probably done by New Year's, and I'm um, going to be doing some test screenings, and so I'm really excited about that. I'm going to yeah, have a I private screen with you, yeah, dude. Buddy, We're going to watch so the movie. Um, Got to give a shout out to my my guy right now, uh, Enemy on Tape. He is scoring the the whole movie right now, and it is fucking killer, dude. Yeah. It is like it is just elevating this whole movie. It's in, it's crazy. I cannot wait for everyone to hear it. Um, yeah, so we're doing that, and then, yeah, we might have a Christmas-themed episode for you guys, and we got to get back on some commentary stuff, but, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, finishing out this year with you strong oh, as far too, as buddy. ideas and atmospheres, well. conversations, and then seeing what we're doing in 2024. It's going to be big. So, yeah, yeah, so. building up Mayor Day on Thoughts. I'm going to have it all written out by the end of this month. So all right. That's the goal next month. Let's take it out, out in the action. Hell yeah, dude. Full swing. Sounds good. Well, uh, I guess with that said, we will uh, see you guys next time. Until next time. All right. Later.